Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, it's me. Guess what? I don't know. Um, oh, I know. I was. I had a. I, I had a, a plan on how I was going to start this, and then my mind went blank, and now I remembered. So forget everything I just said, and I'm going to start off by saying, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Really? Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Oh, I could. That was the greatest moment in television history if you don't know what i'm talking about um uh will smith i'm recording this on monday obviously um so uh, if you don't know if you live under a rock um it's everywhere even if you didn't watch the oscars what happened at the oscars is everywhere and it's gonna be everywhere for a while so i figured you know i gotta talk about it will smith the iconic actor the fresh prince of bel-air independence day i am legend concussion all you know seven pounds hitch that guy he slapped smacked the absolute dog shit out of chris rock the comedian the iconic comedian one of the funniest people on the planet one of the most well-known comedians ever yes if you didn't see it um sunday night at the oscars will smith uh and his family were there to support will because he was nominated and he ended up winning best actor for his role in king richard which is a movie about the sir um the williams sisters Serena and Venus, the tennis players, uh, he played their dad in a movie called King Richard, and he ended up winning the Oscar for Best Actor of the Year. Um, but before that happened, about 20 minutes earlier, uh, Chris Rock was on stage uh, talking, and he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, and he said that he was looking forward to the next G.I. Jane movie. If you don't know what I'm talking about, G.I. Jane was a movie from the early 80s. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Demi Moore that played G.I. Jane. Um, She was bald, and that's all you really need to know. The movie has nothing to do with it. He was just making fun of the fact that she was bald like G.I. Jane was in the movie. Well, if you don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith has a, I think it's a immune disorder called alopecia, which makes you lose hair uh, in certain spots of your head. So she shaved her head so people, you know, so you can't tell that she's going bald. And I'm assuming, I mean, I am, I imagine that she's been super open about it. So I imagine Chris, Chris Rock knew about it and he made the joke. Um, and Will Smith did not take kindly to it. He which is odd because he laughed at it at first and then you can see the camera pan to Jada Pinkett Smith 
And she did not find it funny whatsoever. So I'm assuming in that pan of the camera, Will saw her reaction and saw how hurt she was. So he took it upon himself to stand up for his wife and go smack the uh, the poo-poo out of Chris Rock and then walk back to his seat. Which I thought was very strange because, sorry if you heard that squeak, I'm sitting in a, my gaming chair right now while I record this. So every time I move, it squeaks. But back to what I was saying about the Will Smith thing. I found it super odd that that he did. And I'll get to how I feel, you know, my take on it here in a minute. But just the whole thing was weird. When I first saw it, you know, everyone had the first, you know, the, the same mindset, which was I think it's staged. Then you see Will Smith's reaction and what he said. Then you see Chris Rock's reaction in the in the crowd's reaction. And you realize it wasn't scripted. That was, that all was real. He really was angry, and he smacked the hell out of Chris Rock on national television at one of the the most prestigious awards show on the planet, being the Oscars. And yeah, and then you get reports that Bradley Cooper and Denzel and Tyler Perry calmed Will Smith down from doing some more stuff after you know off camera and everything like that, and then. You know, you realize that was a real moment, and it was very strange. It was funny. I'm not going to lie to you. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, but let me get to my, my point of view on it. And on Friday, the Friday episode, I'll have a, hopefully, I've been saying this for weeks, but it's so hard to get somebody on the episode to record during the day, during the week. It's one of the most difficult things ever. Hopefully I can, we'll see. But anyway, this is my take on it. And if you don't like it, suck my wee-wee. Anyway, was Chris Rock a little bit out of line? Yes. (sighs) Did Will Smith overreact? Yes. My point of view on it was that if you found that much of a problem with it, that's something you handle behind the scenes afterwards. You're at, it, I mean, I tell this to everyone all the time, especially some of my friends that have um, that are hot-headed. You just have to be aware of your surroundings. You're at the most prestigious award show on the planet, being the Oscars, and you know, if you some if you're more of a music person, that would be the Grammys. But it's the same thing. The Oscars are the equivalent of the Grammys. So, you know, all eyes are on you. You know, you have a billion people around the world watching and I that's probably an exaggeration of numbers but you have a room full of the most famous people on the planet in all in one room you're there because the academy nominated you to win an oscar for your role which would be best actor of the year which is a very high honor in the acting world and Chris Rock is a comedian. You're, I mean, Will Smith is a comedian himself. And sometimes you got to, you know, take the punches and roll with them, especially if you're going to dish them out or have dished them out in the past. Um, and I'm not condoning what either of them did. I, I do think Chris Rock was a little out of line with the joke, knowing that, and I'm assuming that he, he knows about Jada Pinkett Smith's condition. But. I mean, she's made it very publicly known. So I'm going to assume and be pretty sure that he knew about it. 
And for that joke, you know, it's cool to make fun of people. That's what comedians do. But there are certain things that you don't do as a comedian. And I don't think attacking one's mental health is something that you that you do. Um, but he did it anyway. And that's how Will Smith reacted. Um, on Will Smith's side, like I was saying, there's a time and a place for certain things to be done. Um, I think that was something that you handle after the show, or if you feel the necessity to handle it during the show, you do it backstage away from the spotlight, um, because things like that happen. And, you know, today being Monday, Will Smith issued an apology on Instagram to Chris Rock, to Chris Rock and the Academy and everything. And, um, I don't know. It was a weird situation. I'm, I don't know. I'm tired. Sorry. I just yawn. It's the middle of the day. Um, like I said, I'm not condoning either of either of them. I don't think that violence was the answer to that, which I wouldn't really call it violence. He just slapped him. It'd be a completely different story if he just got on stage and like beat the shit out of him. But what happened happened. Uh, I think Chris Rock went too far, and I think Will Smith overreacted. Nonetheless, it's still hilarious, and Chris Rock will be made fun of for weeks and weeks to come. Um, like this morning when I woke up, I, you know, I'll get up in the morning and I'll check emails and I'll put on a sports show in the background, you know, Undisputed with Shannon Sharp or Skip Bayless or First Take with Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman show, you know, just depending on what I feel. And I put it on in the background this morning, and they're a sports show, and they were all talking about it. Probably because that looked like it was straight out of a UFC fight. But, <laughs> nonetheless, like I said, it's still absolutely hilarious. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I actually was, I told Colton this earlier uh, today, um, I actually didn't plan on watching the Oscars at all. I was actually playing Apex with one of my friends and uh he got offline so uh, there's no need for me to be on anymore so i just started scrolling through instagram and i saw that someone in uh snapped a picture or something about the oscars and i was like oh yeah the oscars are tonight i'll tune in watch you know like 30 minutes of it before i move on to the next thing for my night and uh you know i turned it on why am i yawning i turned it on and um literally like three to five minutes right after I turned it on that moment happened and then of course now I'm interested because that was the most interesting interesting thing that's happened at the Oscars in 20 years like that's one of the most that's now the most iconic TV moment in TV history like before that it was Kanye taking the microphone the microphone away from Taylor Swift saying you know Sorry, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time. That was up there. That was like the king crown moment. And before that, it was Kanye again talking uh, on screen with, um, oh, what's his name? Mike Myers going, George Bush doesn't care about black people. So for the past, you know, 20 years, Kanye West has ruled the GOAT moment in TV history. And now Will Smith has taken that crown over. And of course, right after it happened, I checked, I jumped on Twitter because Twitter is undefeated when it comes to making fun of viral moments like that. And that's exactly what happened. Some of the fun, if you, you just want to get a good laugh, 
get on Twitter. I guarantee it's still trending. But if it's not, get in the search bar, type in Will Smith, and then go to the latest. And just scroll through them. I guarantee you, you'll laugh for 45 minutes to an hour. Some of the funniest things I've ever, uh, some of the funniest memes and pictures and videos I've ever seen. Like one of them, for instance, was, um, if you don't know, Chris Rock had a TV show about his life uh, in the early 2000s called Everyone Hates Chris. And someone put the, um, at the beginning of each episode, something negative would happen to young Chris Rock in the show. And the dark humor kicker in it was right when it happened, he would sort of break the fourth wall and the theme of everybody hates Chris would come on and it would, it was sort of like a funny gaff thing to happen in the TV show. So I saw on Twitter that someone put the slap on there. And then when Chris Rock looks directly at pan camera and doesn't know what to say, the everybody hates Chris theme song comes on gold, absolute Twitter, funny gold. So yeah. Um, that happened. I had to get that off my chest right away because that's what everyone's going to be talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks. Probably not that long. Probably all this week. And you'll probably hear me talk about it again sometime this week when more people talk about it. Um, so, moving on. Staying in movies, though. Um, the Batman. I know I talked about that on my last on the last one I did. But uh, over the weekend... Um, Warner Brothers, who uh, was one of the, which was one of the production companies that uh, produced the new Batman, the Batman, and um, I'm gonna try to do this without giving any spoilers away. But um, in the movie, obviously, in movies, especially giant blockbusters like this, certain things are left in the movie for a reason. Certain things are cut out because they either weren't necessary to the story or it you know, might've been a little necessary, but it makes the runtime too long. So over the weekend, Warner brothers released a extra scene that was cut out of the movie of Batman going to see the Joker in the Arkham Asylum. Um, this Joker is played by Barry Keegan or Kogan. Uh, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce his last name. Um, you get a small glimpse of him in the movie, like the actual, the theatrical version that's out in movie theaters right now. Get a small, you know, two-minute scene, very cut off, very obscure to look at him in the in the actual movie itself. But in this five-minute clip, you get a full five, six-minute dialogue between Robert Pattinson's Batman and this Joker, and it's a very, it's a super crazy scene. It's very interesting too. Um, the Joker starts off by saying, "It's almost our anniversary." So if you don't know the Batman in this one, it's his second year being Batman. Um, so it sort of, you know, and this movie revolves around the Joker and I mean, yeah, this movie, sorry, this movie revolves around the Riddler. And when you see this cut scene, this extended deleted scene, uh, he says, you know, that it's almost their one year anniversary, which makes you think that in the first year that Robert Pattinson's Batman was in this universe, that the Joker was the first villain that he you know, he went up against, um, I recently saw, I think I saw, why am I yawning so much, I'm not tired, apparently I am, um, Matt Reeves said it's very possible that we'll see Barry Keoghan's Joker in future movies, um, but to be honest, um, I'm sort of, I sort of hope he's not 
the main villain because you know we've seen the Joker. We saw the Joker in. Uh, we saw the Joker. I mean, the Joker's always been a part of Batman, and he always will be. He's the most infamous villain of all time, uh, and you know you're going back all the way to, you know, Jack Nicholson playing Joker. And then you you move on some years, and you got the cartoon Joker. But as far as live action Jokers go, you have Heath Ledger who put on the best performances Joker of all time. And then you have Jared Leto who plays the Joker in Suicide Squad, and you get a little back and forth between him and him and them in the Suicide Squad. Then you have a five minute scene of him and Batman in Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League. But no real Batman versus Joker type things in those movies. Then you move on and you have Joaquin Phoenix play Joker in a Joker standalone movie, which is absolutely brilliant. It's um up there with Heath Ledger's performance. And then you come back and now you have this new Batman, the new Batman trilogy with Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves as the director, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and now you add Barry Kilgan to this long historic, you know, Joker line. And I'm very interested to see what he does. I uh, this Joker that is portrayed in this universe of Batman is the version of Joker that was dropped into the vi- the tank of toxic waste. So his skin is all gross, his mouth is decrepit, is bloody, his fingernails are messed up, his hair is all green and it I mean he's a really gross looking Joker. Like um in the graphic novel. He um falls into the toxic waste and skin gets all messed up and everything like that so i'm excited to see what he does he's very vile he's very gross looking which fits perfectly into this universe of this batman which is much more brutal and dark like gotham is supposed to be and my opinion i would love to see the come like we already saw the comeback of the riddler paul dano's riddler in this newest installment of the batman I personally personally would love to see would love to see some like other Batman villains like Mr. Freeze. That would be so cool because the last time we saw Mr. Freeze other than in the Gotham TV show was the. Oh, when was the last time people so when's the last time we saw Mr. Freeze? Um, let's see here. I'll just Google Mr. Freeze. All right. Who played him last? Um, the last time, the last time, yeah, the last time we saw Mr. Freeze was in the movie Batman and Robin, which, uh, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. He played Batman and Robin. He was in that in... Come on, 1997. I was two years old. I was two years old the last time we saw Mr. Freeze. I would. I think that'd be so dope if we got a Mr. Freeze. Um, we saw Bane in the Christian Bale version. Let's see here. We got. We see Joker. Joker always has to be a part of it. Obviously. Um, we see Penguin a lot. We saw Two-Face in the Christian Bale. Saw Bane, like I said. Catwoman is involved in this movie. Played by Zoe Kravitz. 
perfectly. We saw Scarecrow. We saw Ra's al Ghul. Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, never saw. We really never got to see uh, the Mad Hatter. That would be a cool one. Poison Ivy, Mister Freeze, uh, Hush. That would be cool. Killer Croc would be dope. Yeah, those are. I mean, that would be cool. I would. Hugo Strange would be cool in a movie. And a lot of those I named were in the Gotham TV show, which if you haven't seen that, it's a good it's a good show. It's on Netflix now, so you should watch it. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my Batman take. I don't know. It's very, I don't know. We'll see. I'm assuming since that movie came out in 2022, we won't get another Batman movie. I wonder if they've even lit. I know that Robert Pattinson signed on for three Batman movies, like a whole trilogy. But I wonder if they've even started you know, planning the second one. Let's see here. I'm on his IMDb page right now. Um, no, they he's only in development for something called Mickey 7. Yep, that's it. So we'll see. I'm assuming 2024, probably every two years. Very similar to how they did the Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale Batman. So we'll see. But anyway, other than that, Nothing too crazy, really. Um, I would cover some basketball stuff, but it's the end of the season. No one really cares. All the seeds are pretty much the same. Like, nothing's going to change, really, um, to be honest. I wonder if... You got... Miami in the number one spot, Philly in the second, Milwaukee, Boston, Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Those are the top ten in the east. You move on down to the west. You got Phoenix and Memphis, one and two. Then you got Golden State, Dallas, Utah, Denver, Minnesota, the Clippers, New Orleans, and the Lakers. This is that that's the West is much more peculiar than the East, to be honest, because in the West you have Golden State with Stephen Curry out, and they've been losing games because Draymond's not fully back, Clay's not fully back, and Steph's out indefinitely. So though, you know, as of right now, they're forty-eight and twenty-eight. They're one game above Dallas, um, as far as record goes. And then you have the the Lakers coming down to the bottom. They're in the tenth seed right now, and they're thirty-one and forty-three. But the San Antonio Spurs, who are out of play in contention right now, are 31-44. and 44. So if the Lakers lose a couple games and the San Antonio Spurs get a little hot, the Lakers would miss the playoffs completely, wouldn't even get a chance to play in the play-in game. Um, if I had to guess, I'm assuming Golden State's probably going to lose a couple more games and lose that three spot. And then Dallas would take that, which they would end up playing Denver in the first round, which isn't an easy out. Right now they're playing Utah which also isn't an easy out, to be honest. But we'll see. Um, how many games is that? 61 and 14. It's, well, there's seven games left of the season. So about a week's, week's week and a half, two weeks' times worth more of games. So we'll see how it shapes up. It's hard to, t- it's hard to say right now um, before the actual playoffs st- playoff start 
who I think is going to win the whole thing. Um, Kyrie's fully back now. The mandate was lifted in New York. So Brooklyn obviously has a chance. I'm assuming Ben Simmons will come back sometime during the playoffs. That would make them a really uh, – no one would want to see them. I'm not going to say they're a hard out, but no one would want to see them in the first round. Um, that would be a tough out, especially if Ben Simmons comes back because he doesn't have to be an offensive powerhouse. He's a defender. He's a 6'10 point guard who can defend the one through five. He doesn't have to worry about scoring. He can literally help KD and Kyrie bring the ball up, pass, set screens, and then when it comes to defense, he can guard anybody you want. They're a tough out. Um, Miami's been on a four or five game losing streak ever since that giant argument happened uh, on the sideline between P.J. Tucker. I mean, not P.J. Tucker, between Udonis Haslam, Jimmy Butler, and Eric Spolstra. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Milwaukee's, they're good. I don't think they're going to win. Um, you got the Suns. Chris Paul is sort of back right now, so they obviously have a chance. Memphis is a sleeper team. Memphis is phenomenal. They've been actually winning games with John Morant out right now, which is crazy. That team's really good. Um, Golden State, if Steph Curry comes back and Draymond and Claire there, they're scary. If not, I really wouldn't put anything, wouldn't put too much emphasis on them. And then you move down to Dallas. Dallas is interesting. They get rid of Kristaps Porzingis. He goes to the Wizards. And in return, you get Spencer Dinwiddie, who I absolutely love. I've loved Spencer Dinwiddie since he was a Brooklyn Net. Um, I think he's a bucket. And then you get Davis Bertans, who's basically Kristaps Porzingis just without the knee problems. That's all he is. Which is a pickup, to be honest, which is basically is really good. Because that pickup in Spencer Dinwiddie, now you have someone other than Jalen Brunson and Luka who bring up the ball and have, you know, defenses put their attention on. Spencer Dinwiddie is a big guard, big strong guard who can score, who can dribble, who can play make, and uh, he can create his own shot. You have Luka, obviously, who's a top five player in the league. And then you have this rising star in Jalen Brunson, who's a very small guard, but he's very, you know, he's a bucket. And, you know, you got role players, you know, uh, who's on that damn team? Dorian Finney-Smith, he's great. Maxi Kleba, Dwight Powell, you know, they're all good. They're all role players for that team. So the Mavericks are a sleeper team as well. I wouldn't be surprised if whoever they get matched up with in the first round, uh, they beat. And I wouldn't, honestly, depending on who they get matched up with in the second round, granted that they make it to the second round, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas squeezes one off that way either. Not gonna lie to you, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. But that's all, and that's all in due time. We'll we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think, anything else happened really? Um. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, this, this is gonna be the ending of it. But uh, so the uh, the hotline collection that I was talking about recently, the sale, you know, I've stopped making them. I'm completely out. I, that's not true. I have one more. So if you hear this and you wear an extra large t-shirt, um, I have one left. And if you want it, it's yours. But other than that, um, nothing else will be coming out until the middle of May. I'm working on clothes right now for the summer collection. I actually went to the gym earlier today and I had one of them on. Um, it's a washed navy blue color with a white logo in the middle of nymp summer collection 2022 so middle of may whenever 
you know, if you want to support the show, I would greatly appreciate it. And also, with that being said, I think that's it, to be honest. I got a couple things I need to, you know, say, obviously. If you want to, add me on Snapchat at AaronCross15. Message me. Get on the show. I'm always looking for another co-host or an extra guest if I have a co-host. Add me on Instagram, iFilmAaron at Instagram or Not Your Normal Podcast on Instagram. Do it on Twitter, too. Or, or add me on PlayStation at iFilmAaron. We can play some video games. I've been playing a lot of things recently, mostly Elden Ring. If you have Elden Ring and you want to help me beat some stuff, that'd be fantastic because I'm tired of getting my cheeks clapped on that damn game. The bosses on there, oh, they can, oh, they can get Will Smith right in the right, right in the face. Other than that, um, as you know, Kyler no longer part of the show, but he is trying to get rid of a home-built gaming PC that he built himself. Um, if you want to message him, I don't know his Snapchat. Let me look at it. I don't know. I don't know why I don't know Kyler's off. You know the top of my head. That's very strange because normally I do know. I know a lot of people's things off the top of my noggin. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, it's Kyler Durham twenty one. Obviously, K Y L E R D U R H A M twenty one. Message him if you want that computer. I know he's getting rid of it for pretty cheap. Um, yeah, he'll be happy to give. You know, take if you're happy to take it off his hands. That would be great. And also. Be sure to follow my friend Sterling's Twitch channel. Let me see if I can find it real quick on my phone. So uh, my friend Sterling, I actually went to high school with her. She's growing a Twitch following right now. And ugh, my phone, I dropped it. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, It is called. I had a high note on that one. That was crazy. All right, cool. Yeah, no, so my friend Sterling actually has been growing a Twitch uh, following. She plays multiple games. I'm pretty sure she streams every Friday night um, for hours. I actually have been tuning in recently. She's very funny. Her community is great. If you like some of the stuff that, you know, that she, uh, you know, she does a lot of Jackbox stuff on her channel. So if you like it. You should go. You should go subscribe. Give her. Give her a follow. Go. Go. Go join the stream. Um, yeah, her name's Sterling. Um, her Twitch stream is called. I'm not. You know what? To be honest, I don't know how to pronounce her Twitch stream. Like her Twitch name, which is weird because I've watched it at least a dozen times and I've never really understood what. It, <laughs> what's crazy? Sterling, if you listen to this, don't kill me. Um, Vipeachy, Vipeachy, that would be cool if that's how it's pronounced. That's dope. Vipeachy is dope, but it's just V I P E A C H Y. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vipeachy because that's sort of dope. I like that name, Sterling. If that's not how it's pronounced, you should make it how it's pronounced. But anyway, go follow her Twitch stream. And with all that being said, I will see you on Friday. Look at me. I did 30 minutes. I'm learning. See you on Friday. Be tuned. Be tuned. What am I? I'm an idiot. Pay attention. Why? Look out for the summer collection of the NYMP merch. They're very comfortable. I'm wearing one right now.
Mm. Chef's kiss. They're beautiful. And um, yeah, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs>